Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard Flight 785. Flight 785, I am back. I am back for another week. I know you all missed me. I am here with my wonderful co-host. She likes a good beer buzz early in the morning. Her name is Carrie. What's going on, Carrie? What's happening? That is not true. That is true. I don't know how Not only did I wake up to an empty toothpaste this morning, now you're telling me I like beer in the morning? What do you mean you? Can you be a little bit more pacific on this toothpaste deal? Please be a little bit specific for people that are around. listening. We've, done, we've gone around on this in another podcast previously, but I opened my drawer to find an empty tube of toothpaste with the lid open once again. It sounds like first world problems, but did you have toothpaste? Did you get toothpaste? Yes or no? I took my toothpaste out of your drawer and put it in my drawer and put the empty back. Okay. Anyway, guys, uh, we are back already. <laughs> the podcast is gone off the rails, but we're going to bring it back. I am going to bring it back. Guys, I just like to say this is Flight 785. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. And, uh, you know, I looked at the analytics and I'm seeing a couple more countries checking me out. I've got Guam. I've got Brazil. I even got the Chez. Is it the Chez? The Chez Republic. Czechs, yes. right? The Czechs Republic. The Czechs Republic. Czech Republic. Oh, my goodness. I don't have my glasses on. Let me put them on. Yes, here they go. Yes. The Czechs Republic is, is rocking with me. Yeah, that. that's how you say it, okay? I went to public school. I know. The <laughs> Czechs Republic is rocking well, with me. Well, I went me. to private school, and I know. Okay. Uh, the Czechs Republic is rocking with me, and there's some more <laughs> states. There are more states that are rocking with the Flight 785 podcast. Hey, I see you. I see you in Hawaii, Idaho. Colorado, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, Iowa, Illinois, New Jersey, Ohio, Mississippi. I see y'all. Wisconsin. Did I say Wisconsin? I see y'all. Y'all are rocking with me. North Carolina, Oklahoma, New York, Missouri, California, Virginia. Shout out to Kansas and Texas. So we got, and more than that, so we got, we've got more than a few states that are rocking with Flight 785. I, I do need to give a shout out to Nana for watching the puppy. He was not behaving today. Yeah, I do have a, uh, I have a 17 month old dog who, uh, he seems to want to interject with whatever he's feeling during the podcast. And usually I have someone watching him, but for some reason, my personal assistant dropped the ball. I'm going to have a good talking to with my personal assistant because she was supposed to schedule someone to watch. the. Honestly, puppy. he usually sits here with us and he's quiet 50% of the time, but it rained all day today and someone dropped the ball and didn't exercise him. Okay. Well, irregardless, <laughs> he's not here now and we have a nice quiet studio. Irregardless. Yeah, yeah that's word. We have a nice, quiet studio to uh, go ahead and do the podcast. But yes, Flight 785, we're in the house. We're going to go with the usual. We're going to... we're going to talk about what we've been watching for the past week, and uh, I'll just run down the flight plan. So, you know, with the flight plan, we have a, a woman in the UK that uh, has some questions about lawnmower etiquette. 
We have uh, Joey Chestnut making a bold prediction, and we have a uh, a, a man that um, faked the disappearance of his wife uh, <laughs> to get out of some things. But uh, yeah, that's what we got going on well, for the I flight plan. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, so let's let's go into uh, you know we don't mess around here. So let's what go right into what watching? yeah what we've been watching. What have we been okay. watching this week? Nothing too exciting, to tell you the truth. I don't know what we've been busy with, but um, yeah, we started watching an older movie with Jennifer Gardner, uh, Intervention, Invention of Lying, The Invention of Lying. Terrible movie. Didn't even finish the whole thing. Is it a series or is, is it no, a movie, No, right? it was just a movie. Terrible movie. It was straight up honesty, like straight up honesty. If everybody lived like this. We would all be in trouble. There was, was no, there was we. So the basis. Well, we of would it, be honest, but we would have no tact or respect. And, so the basis of the the movie was people. It was a totally honest society where people were totally honest and did not lie about anything. Correct. Yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. That's how it is. And for me, it's no different for me because I never lie. Okay, I I do not lie, and so it was something that I could see. Um, you know, basically I could identify with now you not so much, but please that continue. Not true. Please continue. You know how you say, um, when, if you were inside my head, I would have the flight of the bumblebee. Yeah. That is inside of my lady's head. The soundtrack <laughs> is flight of the bumblebee. That is what I just in- would not want every single thought coming out of my mouth oh really i feel a filter is a good thing okay okay so so that was a movie people would get confused at how many thoughts i have yes okay and yeah like i said flight (laughs) of the bumblebee is your mind uh constantly going but uh please continue what else are we watching um we need to get back to space force but we did start uh it's a series on netflix called insatiable okay insatiable what's all that about it is about a lawyer and a he's a pageant um he's like a pageant uh instructor or something and uh it's just very goofy and Alyssa Milano is in it. Isn't that her name? Yes, I believe that is her name, Alyssa Milano, yes. Okay. And um she just she's hilarious in it i love her expressions um so insatiable that's a good show well we'll go with i'm rocking i'm rocking with insatiable so it's on netflix and check it out if you guys get a second i believe it's on the second season uh we're it's kind of crazy a couple good good laughs oh i give it a three and a half stars for right now but it's good Okay. keeping us busy right now so if you guys have uh other suggestions go ahead and um hit us up on the email flight 785 podcast at gmail.com or shoot a message on instagram flight 785 oh absolutely so what else we got what else are we watching that's all that's on the list that's all that's on the list so like i said i don't know what we've been doing all week we've just been busy yeah, well, uh, definitely looking forward to Peaky Blinders, which should be coming out uh, hopefully in the next six months. I don't know if the COVID screwed up uh, filming or anything, but I'm anxiously waiting for the Peaky Blinders to come out. I should hope so. Yes, it's, it's, I'm very excited. excited it's one about of that. our favorites. Yeah, Thomas Shelby and the Boys. Uh, there is another movie on. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. 
But there is another movie on Netflix, uh, or not a movie, a series that I've been watching with one of my other sons, Drop Dead to Me. I have not caught that new season, but if you guys haven't watched that, you should start watching it. Catch up with me. I think it's season three, season four, maybe season two. I'm not sure. And what's it called? Uh, Drop Dead to Me. It's got um, Christina Applegate in it, I think. Really? Yeah, it's really good. I believe it's called Dead to Me. Oh, Dead to okay. Me. Okay. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> I believe it is called Dead to Me, not Drop it Dead to Me. It just came to mind. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what, guys? One thing I hate as a hard-hitting journalist is to give people inaccurate information. I'm so glad okay? you're here to correct me. I give accurate information. It is called Dead to Me, not Drop Dead to Me. <laughs> and I'm still fuming at that person that sent me an email and said that I was a wealth of misinformation. See, you're the which is o- not true. You're not the only one that could give false information. Well, I don't give false information. Uh, so, guys, it's called Dead to Me. I have not seen it, so I cannot give it a review. I probably will not be watching Dead to Me. It doesn't sound like it's very, uh, very uh, interesting. Oh, for it's me at hilarious! All. It was real. It's really good. Really, you with should... Christina Applegate. Yes, you should try it. Oh, okay, okay. So let's move into uh, our first topic. Uh, this story that is a story that I got from the Daily Mirror or the Mirror. That is a publication that is in England. A and, legit one, right? Oh, absolutely. I only uh, get scientific my sources. and everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, <laughs> as I always say, I like to ask people if they know what the capitals of certain countries are. So, Carrie, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you know what the capital of the United Kingdom is? Okay, this London. is what we call this is what we call dead air. This is what we don't no. want on the podcast. We don't well, want did, dead air. I was gonna answer with New Mexico, but I'm gonna say London. New Mexico is the capital of England. Is that that what you were gonna say? Have you been drinking? No, that's what you always answer with. No, I, I do not. The you are incorrect. <laughs> the answer is not London. Or no, you say New Mexico City. New Mexico City. Isn't that what you always say? New Mexico City. <laughs> There, there's actual a city called New Mexico City. I don't know. Isn't that what oh you always say? God, where, where are your notes? Where your? Oh no, notes. Definitely no notes now. I've got to get this thing back on track. Uh, the capital of England is Copenhagen. All right, moving on. Uh, this story from the You're mayor I found out was that uh, I'm just going to read it to you. So uh, you know, as you know, in England they have different terms. So here. Here we go. A busy mom has started a debate between parents after asking whether it would be acceptable to mow the lawn at 8 a.m. The woman explained that she gets home from work at 2.30 p.m. The sun is beating down on her garden, so she would have to wait until the grass is in the shade after 6 p.m. to mow it. By then, she's knackered. Do you know what knackered is? I've never I've never heard that term before. Snickered? No, not snickered. No, Maybe, okay, uh, okay. No more questions. I'm she's going, exhausted. Please don't Just feel it. Just put it out there. That she's exhausted. That's what knackered means, correct. So anyway, so she, I guess there's a website or something called Mumzet, and, or mom, Mumsnet, and she wanted to ask whether it'd be acceptable to mow the lawn first thing in the morning. And when it's too hot and, you know, she's too tired. And so users were very divided regarding this subject. And she wrote, we have a very quiet electric mower. And most mornings, there are delivery lorry vans making a racket at eight. The whole street seemed to be extending their house 
It's so very busy, we have a lorry that comes by to deliver things. What, you don't like my accent? That's my British accent. What's so funny? <laughs> Sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so, you know, she's saying that the sun in the back garden is gone until 6 p.m. I work until 2.30. And by the time the grass is in the shade, I'm frankly knackered. So basically, she's saying that she's tired. She's too tired at two. She's too tired by the time she gets home. I understand that. But what is the grass being in the shade? Like, I thought being in the shade and mowing would be a good thing. I don't know. I'm not Bob Vila. But anyway, uh, so basically. I'm okay with 8 a.m. Well, you know what? You know, the people responded and they said weekdays, it's fine. On the weekend, no. And I'm going to just tell you right now, there's one thing I cannot stand is hearing the mowers on a Saturday morning mowing the lawn. You know, there's somebody in my subdivision that mows the lawn at like eight in the morning on Sundays. That's just downright contemptible. I don't appreciate that. I do not. I cannot get down with that. What say you, Carrie? I, I think our mowers sometimes come at 730. I'm no, okay they with don't. it. No, the just trash, get the, the job tra- done. No, listen, I need my sleep. Okay, I need my sleep, and I do not appreciate... 8 a.m. is acceptable. 8 a.m. is not acceptable. Folks, shoot me an email, (laughs) flight785podcast at gmail.com. No one should be mowing their lawn on any day before 9 a.m. That's Anything else is uncivilized. You come in at 8 in the morning, people are still trying to get some sleep. It's not right. It's disrespectful. And I'm going to call the HOA on the next person that does it. Let us know your lawn etiquette. What? Let us know your lawn etiquette. Isn't that what she was doing? That's yeah, okay. what you said, okay. right? Moving on, moving on. So, guys, <laughs> I don't... Now, speaking of which, I noted his facial expressions. Uh, listen, you don't be the... You do not go ahead and have people mowing the lawn at 8 a.m. You just don't do it. I don't appreciate it at all. So, anywho, the 4th of July is coming around, and, you know, every year they do the Nathan's Hot Dogs eating contest. You know, speed eating as many hot dogs as you can eat in 10 minutes. And there is a competitive eater by the name of Joey Chestnuts. Yeah. And, um, he... What? I remember. Okay. Joey... <laughs> okay, pause. What? Okay, you know what, guys? I remember from last okay, year, okay, right? moving on. Joey Chestnut, <laughs> he is a hot dog eating champion, and he's won 12 times. Okay, he currently holds the record for 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's that the sounds hot, disgusting. That's the hot dog and the bun, okay? And Joey Chestnut believes that he can make it to 77 this year, 77 hot dogs. Because of the COVID, they're doing the contest indoors, air conditioning, it won't be as hot. He'll be able to consume 77 hot dogs out in Coney Island. Will you be watching is my question. So they're saying that because he'll be in the air conditioning, he's going to be able to eat like four more hot dogs. Well, no, he's saying that. He's saying that because Uh he's in the air conditioning, it won't be so hot because, you know, they usually do it outside. It's 100 degrees outside and you're eating. In New York. Yeah, it's 100 degrees outside. You're stuffing wieners in your mouth and it's, (laughs) what's so funny? What is so funny? I just want to hear you say that again. Okay, okay, pause. (laughs) You know, where are your notes? (laughs) 
you know, guys, it's hard for me. You. It's hard for me to do a podcast when people have have these type of attitudes. I mean, you're becoming harder and harder to work with. I love okay? you. Okay, moving on. So, Joey Chestnut, but you know what? I'm done with this story. <laughs> just, just for the, I'm done with the story. Moving on, moving on, guys. So, in my well, well, one 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 quick question for you though: Do you put ketchup on your hot dog here? Yes or no? I put ketchup on my hot dog and my sausage. Okay. Um, we didn't say anything about sausage here. We said we're talking about hot dogs. My bratwurst. Anyway, ketchup is something you do not put on a hot dog. Everybody knows that. That's the okay? only thing I put on. No, no. Uh, for everyone listening, uh, the guide to hot dogs, are there are only certain things that you put on the wiener, okay? There's only certain things that go on. <laughs> what is so funny? There are only certain things that go on the wheel, okay? And okay, I'm turning off your microphone. Okay, you're not you're not making weird. this you're not keeping this serious. This is you're not being serious on this podcast. You are not being serious at it's all. It's a comedy okay? podcast. I, uh, and you're saying wiener. I, I, you know what? That's very sophomoric. Okay, so <laughs> what you listen? I can't do a podcast with you laughing. But anyway, there is no ketchup to be put on hot dogs. Okay. Do not put ketchup on a hot dog, okay? Mustard, relish, onions, cheese, and chili. That is acceptable on a hot dog, but no ketchup, okay? All right? That's not ever going to happen. I don't like any of those. Okay. No ketchup on your wiener. Moving on. All right. So we're going to go into this thing. A, a, a man, this is a story coming out of, I believe, let me look at my notes. This is coming out of... West Virginia. Uh, so a West Virginia woman and her husband, they faked her disappearance by pretending she plummeted from an overlook as part of a scheme to keep her out of having to go to prison, authorities said. Her name was Julie and Randy or Rodney Wheeler, and uh, they were arrested on multiple charges, including conspiracy and giving false information to the West Virginia State Police. Ever been to West Virginia? No, I have not. Oh, man. I West... don't think I have. Oh, man. West Virginia is very... <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I will tell you this, um, which I did not say... that. Did I... Have I gone to West Virginia? I, I, I don't know. Um, one thing about West Virginia, and when I talk about other places, guys, I want you to know on this podcast, I have what you call diplomatic immunity. I've said this before. What that means is I can say whatever I want to say without any fear of reproduction. Oh, gosh. Reproduction? Oh, gosh. You know what? Pause. <laughs> Pause. Okay, we'll remember that. Yes, no yes. fear of reproduction. No, no. Reper repercussions is what I meant to say. Excuse me. Excuse me. You know what? Anyway, so, guys, uh, I can say whatever I want to say. So, anyway, so... Randy and his wife, they ended up getting arrested. And let me tell you how, how, how it went down, okay? The family claimed that Julie had fallen from the main overlook at the New River, George National River. That's what the uh, park ranger had said. And authorities searched for Julie Wheeler for days, but found her Tuesday alive and well, hiding in a closet in her home. <laughs> so she was hiding in her home. The police found her, arrested her. And, you know, she had pled guilty to federal health care fraud in February after an investigation into a pill mill clinic operations. And she'll be sentenced later on. So now that's just another charge that she's going to be uh, hit with. Do you know what a pill mill is? 
I'm thinking that she was either distributing pills, making pills, collecting pills. Oh, no, no. So what a pill mill... Well, part, you're partly right. For those of you at home, a pill mill is a place that people... It's a building that's usually bought by someone. They buy a building, they put a doctor in there, and it's cash only. And oh. so you go up to the place. They usually have security there because it's a cash only business. You go up to the place, you say, hey, my back hurts. You don't have to show them any type of, you know, documentation or anything. You just say, hey, my back heart hurts and I want some opioids or whatever. Yeah. You pay them cash, they give it to you, and you roll on out. Okay, Michigan so. had a huge problem with that. Uh, with? In a couple years back and they cracked down. Oh, with, with back hurting and, and pill mills? No, or pill mills. Okay, okay. Uh, have you been to Michigan before or how do you uh, know these things? No. Please, how do you know these things? I've studied things. I have degrees. Okay, there she goes, guys. There she goes, throwing the degrees that she has. But anyway, so yes, yeah, so she is, uh, Miss Wheeler is going to be locked up for a good amount of time for the shenanigans. So um, that's what we have going on with that. And I think, you know what, you've learned something, but I think it's time to go into our last segment of Learn Something. What say you, Carrie? Should we do it? Yes. All and right. Since... I think we will do it. I just want to put it out there. The Learn Something segment is from experiences. Some are studies. Some are articles. Some are opinions. Some is just plain humor. And most of it comes from our perspectives. Oh, I see. All right. Well, that sounds good. Especially since I don't have diplomatic immunity. I just wanted to make that clear. Okay, I got it. All right. So All what right. else we got? What do we got on the learn something today for today? Today is about facial expressions. Okay. And I thought this was important since, A, we're on a podcast and you can't see my facial expressions. You can't see Kenan's facial expressions. And everybody's doing online... Um, just you know everybody's distancing so they're using uh digital media yeah yes. that's the word i was digital looking media, for yes. thank you for helping coming in with the save yes go ahead yes. please please continue so um as i said this is going to be about facial expressions it's culture emotional cues from facial expressions and facial feedback effect okay okay so like okay, when so this you're has piqued my interest has it? <laughs> oh yes, it has. I'm on. I'm on pins and needles. I can't wait to hear what else we you have. You look to learn. like you're sitting on a chair. To me. <laughs> okay, please continue. Uh, when watching a movie, do your facial expressions mimic what faces are shown on the TV? Like what facial expressions they're making on the show? Let's say it's a shoot 'em up, bang bang, and they've got serious death grip on the gun and they're looking like i'm gonna get you do your facial expressions show is do you mimic them do you show fear in your face uh, actually no i'm probably enjoying it with a with <laughs> a uh, bowl of jiffy pop popcorn with a whole stick of butter poured all over the popcorn but please continue i know sometimes i show facial expressions when we watch shows yes yes absolutely yes so, i've seen those facial studies state that if you do you, do you mimic these facial expressions? Then you're being more empathetic to what the characters are going through oh, in really? the movie. Really? Yes. Okay, yes. 
Um, and same thing with the news. Like if you're showing distress from watching things on the news, this is called facial feedback effect. Oh, facial feedback effect. Oh, facial feedback effect. Okay. <laughs> yes. And the same thing happens when humans tend. Now, there are some facial cues that people Mm -hmm. should look for. And these tend to happen when humans tend to feel an attraction when gazing in each other's eyes. Oh, really? Wow. And the same thing goes for touches, too. When someone shakes your hand, um, you usually shouldn't try to break them. Okay, all right. As someone I know does. Okay, uh, please continue. People yes, go ahead. fill those interactions. Okay, um, yes. Some people can read nonverbal cues, although studies have shown that women tend to pick up on them faster than men. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Um, this also explains why women are more sensitive to situations. Oh, now I'm going to have to interject there because women <laughs> are more sensitive because they have... I believe they have 4 million more hormones than men. And so that's what make them very, uh, very sensitive to things. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to stop the bus on that and tell you there that you're, that is wrong. That is wrong. Uh, I don't know where you got that from, but please continue. In evolutionary psychology, they say that women have more. Spell psychology. (laughs) No further questions. Please continue. I didn't even get a spell. Please continue. Please continue. (laughs) Try to act like. People are smarter than me. Please continue. <laughs> women, I went to public school. Shout out to Sl- teen- shout a hey, shout out to Salina South High School in Salina, Kansas. Really, Please continue. right now? Please continue. Shout out. <laughs> women seem to have superpowers or skills in order to perceive or notice anger, disgust, fear, sadness, happiness surprise before males and this is an evolutionary psychology thing okay and yes it does have to do with hormones and it has to i was right motherly instincts i was right once again women have four million more hormones than men (laughs) i was right for reasons of survival of the fittest they want to keep their children alive they want to keep their family safe Okay, we're going to move on to cultural cues. These can be hand signals, facial expressions. And did you know that in the United States, when you give the okay sign, it means something totally different to Brazilians? I did not. Please continue. (laughs) It means something very crude to Brazilians. Um, But you can rest assured a smile is a smile around the world. Is that right? Yes. Same with music. Around the world, fast-paced music is usually happy, and slow is sad or more serious. Okay, please continue. And a thumbs up is very offensive in the Middle East. Really? Yes. And the horn fingers, like the hook'em horns for the University of Texas in Latin countries is a sign that their spouse is cheating on them. Is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. So I don't know what's going on at the University of Texas, but... 
Right, right. The University <laughs> of Texas. Okay, please continue. So that's all I got for today. Why don't you tell the story of when that old lady flipped you off in high school? What did that <laughs> What did that signal tell you? So I was 16, just got my license. It was one of the first times that I got to drive and... I was at a stoplight and this old lady was in, I think she, yeah, she was in front of me at the stoplight and, uh, she was not going. And so I laid on my horn like you do. And that's why I don't do it as much anymore or at all anymore. Like Kenan has a huge, Problem, please, please. problem with honking horns. Please don't make anyway. this about me. Tell us about the time <laughs> you scared the senior citizen woman at the stoplight. Please. Anyway, she was very slow to put on the gas, and I was a, I was an impatient sixteen-year-old, and uh, she decided to flip me off. So, you know, I could see it in her mirror and in the air. She had the, she was giving me the finger, but it was shaking back. And or okay, so you're <laughs> laughing at someone, a senior citizen woman. It made me laugh so hard. I'd never seen something so funny when I was driving. And she, I think she even waited till it, like it went green and then it went yellow again and didn't go. And I was very upset. So a senior citizen woman. I didn't scared, know any better back you then. You scared the hell out of her. And <laughs> she gave you the finger and you thought it was funny that a senior citizen who's just going home from the grocery store to get her groceries and you decided to flip her off. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I didn't flip her off. She flipped me uh, off. My mistake. She flipped you off because <laughs> you scared the hell out of her. Finger up in the way. Okay, okay, <laughs> guys, I apologize for that. She is out of control these days. You know, when we talk about nonverbal communication, I was, you know, I was just on the phone with. A professor, I believe his name was Alan Friedland. He's a psychology professor at the University of California, Santa Barbara. Oh, and, really? Uh, yes, yes. We talk all the time. And so, Your you bestie? know, well, no, not my bestie, but we talk all the time. <laughs> and, you know, he said our faces are ways we direct the trajectory of a social interaction. Do you know what that means? Yes. Yeah, and and our faces they they basically they tell, will tell you a, a lot. They tell a story, like you know, like when you know that time I decided I was gonna make hamburgers for my lady, and I made her a wonderful hamburger, if you will, a wonderful hamburger, and I gave it to her, and she sent the hamburger back like it was a restaurant. She sent it back to me because there were no grill marks on the meat, and I don't know what all that was about. But she sent it back. Carrie, what say you? I don't know what you're talking about. I made you Was a hamburger. Was it raw? No, I made you a hamburger. You said there's no grill marks on this hamburger, and you sent it back. That means you didn't cook it. No, it was cooked all the way. It was cooked. <laughs> it was cooked to a medium well, and I, you sent it back. And uh, the look on her face. How about the time uh, you had uh, your coworker in Hawaii that had those crazy faces? How about we, we can't go there. We can't talk about her. No. Okay, we'll talk about next week. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. 
I'm going to give you guys a story on on the coworker from uh, her coworker from Hawaii and and the issue she had with her facial expressions. You think we could go there? I don't think we can. But what I want to know is your friend, the psychologist. Her yes. name was Frank. his name. His name. His, his name. Yes. What was his name again? Uh, his name was, I believe, it was my good friend Alan Friedland. He's okay. at the University of California, Santa Barbara. Did he teach Barbara. you how to spell psychology? He did not, because I already know how to spell psychology. I went to Salina South, spell home that of the for Cougars. Me. Spell what? Psychology? Yes. P S Y ecology. That is how it's spelled, guys. I don't know why she's trying to sharpshoot me, guys. C H O L O G Y. C H O L O G Y. Psychology. Okay, and with that, guys, I think it's time we. We got out of here. We're already long on time. So uh, this is Flight 785. We love y'all. Carrie, any last things you'd like to say? I love you all, and I love you. Okay, and, and and next week, it will, we will be back with more craziness. You know the deal. Flight 785. <laughs>